listening to another episode of the Just Go Bike Podcast, aka Murph and AP here. And this is the podcast where we talk about cycling just for the fun of it. With tales from all across the nation, come for the bikes, stay for the fun, and leave with a smile. And just like the rest of the days, we're smiling, right AP? Always. Yeah. So we have completed day four of the Ragbri route inspection ride. Um, Iowa Falls to Waterloo. Waterloo. And we are back at our hotel. We are basically on fumes right now. We're a little bit worn out. Um, 67.9 miles, which does not seem like that far. Well, you know, it's been a long week. We're in the middle of the week. We're kind of getting over that. Yeah. Overpass. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah, when we cross Interstate 35, I always have a different sense of, all right, I can do this. I can finish the week. Um, but also, we have a big day tomorrow. It's over 80 miles. So that was in the back of my head all day long today. You can't think about that. That's going to psych you out. Well, why didn't you tell me that this morning? <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so 68 miles of biking, 1,600 feet of climb. And we want to go through the day, all the different cities that we or towns that we went through today. But before, just like yesterday, we have not one special guest, but two special guests. Yes, double the fun. Yeah, and day four of um, pre-ride and real ride bright is People for Bikes Day. Yeah, we love People for Bikes. They've been a partner of ours for a long time. Don't ask me for how long. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say that many years. More than I can remember. Yeah, yeah. So we have two special guests who uh, represent People for Bikes. And yes. would you like to introduce yourselves? Yeah, for sure. My name is Isaac Novak, and I'm a photographer uh, and was a content creator of People for Bikes. And my name is Nick Aguilera. I am the Youth and Community Partnerships Manager at People for Bikes, and really happy to be here for the Rag Ride Pre-Ride. Awesome. And not only, not only are you part of People for Bikes, you get to ride the route with us all week. <laughs> Yeah, it's been quite the adventure. <laughs> <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, listeners, we need to tell you that these men have, right? You, I know Nick has never been to Iowa. Is that true about you, Isaac, as well? I mean, I've driven through a Sioux City. <laughs> <laughs> that counts. That counts. So yeah. they're experiencing Iowa in a whole different level, and they're both experienced cyclists, but it's just fun to have them along and see Iowa in different eyes, which a lot of people that listen to this podcast are maybe coming to Iowa for the first time as well. Mm. So, okay, which one of you wants to tell us a little bit about what People for Bikes is? People for Bikes wants to change the world through bikes. Ooh. That's a big, I can elaborate uh, briefly. Uh, <laughs> that's we the high want level. To, that's the high level. <laughs> <laughs> Next high level, our mission is to make bike riding better for everybody and get people more people riding bikes more often. Um, we do that by trying to make sure that bikes have a prominent place in recreation, mobility, transportation, at all levels of government, and also try to make bike riding like fun, accessible, and equitable for everybody. Yeah. I mean, and who doesn't like that? Yeah, it's hard not to get behind that, in my opinion. I mean, that's why we're here. Yeah. Um, and we're really happy to support events like Ragbri that are bringing together people through bikes and building community through bikes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and you guys are located in Colorado, but it's a national organization, right? Yeah, we have people in, I mean, D.C., and then people are also in, in Madison, Wisconsin. We mm. have a team in Northwest Arkansas. Oh, wow. 
um, and just all across country mm-hmm. and supporters uh, all around the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's cool because especially with COVID, I mean, we haven't been able to work with anyone for people for bikes directly in a long time, so mm-hmm. it's just fun to spend so much time together. And yeah, no, it's been lovely. Yeah, I've, I've really enjoyed the ride and been seeing so many cool things. So. Oh yeah, for sure. Well, yeah. we will check back in with you at the end of the week and see if you still <laughs> feel the same way. <laughs> So um, I'm a member of People for Bikes, and I know Andrea is as well. Totally. Um, can anybody join? Anybody can join, and we encourage everybody to join uh, because making bike rider bike riding better for everybody really means uh, making bike riding better for everybody. Like, be it that you walk, that you ride the bus, that you have to drive, uh, safer streets for people um, across the board is a good thing yeah (laughs) yeah that's one of my favorite things about people for bikes and not to be a suck up but like you know it's (laughs) nice because there are different kinds of cycling besides hardcore road cycling or like crazy mountain biking there are people who just need to get to work there's people who just want to cruise around their neighborhood I mean there's a lot more kinds of cycling than maybe you would think yeah, and People for Bikes does a really great job with their partnerships. They have the Better Bike Share partnership that works nationally with bike share systems across the country to make sure that they're put in equitable communities or put equitably into communities. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, huge shout out to BBSP mm-hmm. and um, our local innovations team is on the ground with uh, city leaders and community leaders and is the bridging the gap and being the liaison between Mm -hmm. those two uh, conversations that we're able to, you know, effectively put in bike infrastructure into communities in a a really responsible way, Mm -hmm. so. And I think it's cool. I get a, um, I don't know if it's weekly, I don't think it's daily, but I get a People for Bikes newsletter and it's amazing how much advocacy that the organization does for everything. Um, Like, you know, I think, I don't remember in the last six months or so, I do remember a lot of advocacy on Mm e-bikes and making them, you know, whether or not you are supportive of e-bikes, it does put more people on bikes. So I think it's just a really, it's a good thing that you guys are doing for the United States. Well, and we have that e-bike act that we helped to push through into Congress currently in Congress, so if anybody <laughs> listening wants Fingers to um, advocate for that on behalf of, uh, well, for their own community and 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 in, in, in partnership with people for bikes, they can find more out more on our website and um, can also sign up for the newsletter that you were talking about, yeah. Murph, at peopleforbikes.org. Just scroll all the way down to the bottom to sign up for that list. Yeah, and the e-bike act is really sweet because it reduces the cost of e-bikes on, on oh. a nationwide scale nice. so yeah you could you could be buying e-bikes just like you're buying uh, electric cars at a yeah. reduced rate um, well i want that because i would really love to have an e-bike so please yes <laughs> yes i do too yeah uh, ap and i experienced e-bikes well, it was my first time on an e-bike same. but we yes. did it on the same bike <laughs> in <laughs> <We> reno <did. laughs> yes we tried we tested a cargo bike together and it was really fun (laughs) we had a blast yeah yeah, and I've wanted one ever since yeah okay so you mentioned peopleforbikes.org which is where you can find out information about what you guys do you can subscribe to the newsletter Mm -hmm. but also I think that we should mention uh, especially people that are doing virtual ragbri right now that one of the entities of people for bikes is ride spot so Mm -hmm. I don't know if you guys want to touch on that because I feel like that's maybe one of the reasons you're here on the ride yeah, that is the reason we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, RideSpot is an app that was uh, 
developed in partnership with People for Bikes to help people, to help show people great places to ride, mm-hmm. to show them inspiring stories from people across the nation, um, and to help guide them in a safe manner. Um, so it gives you both audio and visual turn-by-turn directions. Um, and also we just launched a new challenge feature, Ooh, which is pretty hi. awesome. Uh, <laughs> hi. See, everyone likes it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, which, you know, uh, a lot of businesses and organizations across the country are already taking advantage of. Um, but RideSpot is being used here at Ragbri to help show people, you know, where the, where the ride and mm-hmm. give them the directions while out on the route. And uh, we're making sure that as we do this pre-ride that we're taking all those great photos so that when you look up those stories that you'll be able to see where they go. Yeah. It's pretty cool to follow along. But so does it cost any money to be part of RideSpot? It is free for everybody to sign up and discover great rides near them. Uh, Oh, and last thing I was going to say, Isaac kind of mentioned this, it's a great way to connect with local organizations like RAGRAI, like local bike shops that are also participating in the app and sometimes are creating cool routes for you to ride once you're on there. Yeah, absolutely. I like to go on there and just see, I'm doing the virtual challenge, I like to see what my friends and people I don't know yet that are doing the virtual challenge, where they're riding. Like, if I was going to go to Minnesota, I could kind of check it out and see somewhere safe to ride or somewhere interesting to ride mm-hmm. or just creep on their photos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, one of the most, I mean, we talk about this idea of a ride story. That's one of the uh, a feature that I like a lot about the app. It lets you, as I've already mentioned it, you can post pictures and mm-hmm. write descriptions of your ride and really creates a fun social element to the, the great biking that you're doing around the country. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just discovered that my local bike shop um, I just for the, you know out of curiosity uh, went into the ride spot app just to find out what other people are riding in my community and I was like wait a minute my local bike shop is posting rides like mm-hmm. weekly and they're rides that I've already done but now I want to do the rides and make sure that it shows that I did those yeah. too <laughs> so it's pretty cool and that's simply ridespot.org right mm-hmm. yeah yep correct ridespot.org or download it on the app store <laughs> nice. awesome yeah and it yep. is a very user-friendly app and like you said Andrea you're using it with virtual rag ride so yeah I mean and if you check it out you can find out where Murph and I have been riding oh, all geez. summer yes yes you can yes you can and this week and this week, yeah. yeah. And stay tuned for, I think, a ride story from this pre-ride. That's right. Ooh. Yes. Ooh. Cool. Well, thank you so much, guys, for being on the podcast. And uh, it's been really nice riding with you. I guess I was going to say all week, but we're only halfway there. <laughs> Almost there, yeah. <laughs> Maybe. Right. I don't even know how to define the fact that we still have how many days? Three more days. Don't think about it too I much. Know. Just okay. do it. Sorry. Yeah, it's going to be fun. Yeah, anyway. So yeah. thank you guys for being on the show. Yeah. Okay, so let's all get into the towns. Yeah, let's do it. All right. If you guys want to stick around, you can contribute if you want. Otherwise, you can go to bed because it is pretty late. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, good. All right. So we started off our day at Iowa Falls, and we rode from our hotel to an amazing coffee shop. The Coffee Attic. The -hmm. Coffee Attic. And it was a, a woman that actually rode with us yesterday. Yeah. Like, well, now we know why she had so much energy. Right, <laughs> yeah. But they, she provided, like, coffee and all kinds of cool things. And the neat thing about her business, it was also a, a bookstore, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm. So well worth your time to go in there and grab a coffee, grab a, a whatever, a Danish or whatever. Go check out the bookstore. There was lots of uh, seating available in there, too. Yeah. So that was nice. And then we went to, like, a, it was like a band shell. 
Yes, and I'm, I'm blanking on the name of the band shell, but it's in their park downtown, and it's really mm -hmm. cool. Uh, and I know that they're going to have some of their musical acts featured down there. Ooh, nice. So okay. it's pretty cool. And right behind the band shell is a historic popcorn stand. So if you're feeling snacky, get back there. Who's not feeling snacky? I mean, <laughs> I'm always feeling snacky. Well, there wasn't any pop popcorn in it this time, but I bet on <laughs> Ragbri we might be surprised. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. And before we move on, I want to do want to give a shout out to Kat because she did ride with us on pre-ride. But in addition, um, from her team was also Diane. And then, of course, Jeff Birchfield, our uh, Iowa Falls amazing, uh, whatever we call him. Representative? En energetic man, oh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then, of course, Tyler from Spoken Wheel. Yeah. Which is one of the official bike shops, yes. right? Shout out to Tyler. He fixed my bike computer, so oh, <laughs> appreciate it. Thanks, Tyler. Yeah. Yay. Okay, anything else about Iowa Falls? Well, it was great. I mean, we had such a fun time riding that, doing the boat ride yesterday and yes. just biking around. Oh yeah, I loved the river and Iowa Wasn't Falls that and the waterfall. And I remember the town organizers just saying how they hope that people don't miss that when yeah. they yes. roll in for Ragbri. Yeah, yeah. And they, and they we did we did say it. <laughs> yeah, we did say it yesterday. But they are providing rides hourly, and it fits. I would almost say a couple hundred people on that boat. It's a lot. Well, the thing about Iowa Falls, I remember the first time I visited, which is only a month or so ago. But you go into town, and it looks like a normal Iowa town. I mean. Every town looks a little different, but you go in and then all of a sudden, river. It's just a gorgeous <laughs> yeah. river. It's not just a regular river. It has bluffs and it's beautiful greenery and then it's very wide and has the bridges and everything. It's just very striking. So make sure you at least get to the river. Yeah, the river is probably one of my most favorite parts as we've been going through Ragbri. It's just like this biodiverse little river valley yeah. with like so many different kinds of birds and uh, flowers and grasses and... Yeah. yeah, it was really lovely. Yeah. And the fact that the guy was telling us all oh, the cool things. History. Like, his yeah. history, like, everyone's, he'd be like, if you look over to your right, and we're all like, you know, <laughs> everyone's head goes to the right to yeah. figure out what he's talking about. I loved it. All right, so let's move on down the road. Our first stop right. of the day was Ackley. Yes. Mm -hmm. And before we even talk about Ackley, I oh. will say that the road quality was probably the poorest that we've experienced so far this week. So hopefully we were able to document that well enough and either the county or the state can work on it. And if they can't work on it, I'm assuming that we'll have some good signage to let people know that there are a few, hole, or more than a few holes here and there, you know, as well as a crack in the middle. All of those things that, you know, we all know as bike riders that it's just part of riding your bike. But to know that it was definitely an, um, an interesting segment of our morning. Yeah, absolutely. It'll wake you right up. Yes, it'll wake. Well, you already had your coffee. Okay, at the coffee there you shop. go. <laughs> so then, what's jittery? Is it the road? Is it the caffeine? <laughs> yes, I don't know. Exactly. Yeah. It'll keep you uh, very focused yeah. so you can get on with your day. So, okay. Um, okay, so the only thing that I wrote down from my experience in Ackley was that they had a real life phone booth. <laughs> phone booth! <laughs> Is that the best thing I ever? Mean, that was pretty cool. I, I haven't know. seen one in a while. A gazillion photo opportunities for our listeners out there. All right, that look. Really look. beautiful. And as I was just wandering around the town, there was this guy that pulled up on his pickup truck and was like, hey, do you want to check out the depot? <gasps> I'm like, sure, yes. why not? <laughs> went in Ackley, right? Yes. <laughs> yes. And uh, yeah, went in, checked out his depot. It's like, it's got just an assortment of different historical artifacts that they've collected oh, nice. throughout people in the town. They had one of the first marching bands in the area. Mm. So check out the musical instruments, but 
really well put together like museum and yeah. archives. Um, oh, how cool! Did he mention if he would be open during Ragbri? I believe he would. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, I mentioned like it. why would yeah. why yeah. wouldn't he be? Right. Yeah. I mean, he was open on a Wednesday morning at <laughs> 9 a.m. I'm sure he would open for Ragbri. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't, we can't talk about Ackley without talking about their giant bull mural that they have on oh the wall. Oh my gosh, yeah. They, I was talking to the town representatives and they just found that mural. They tore down that old building and it uh, was there. And it's like beautiful and pristine and I mean, it's of a bowl. So maybe beautiful isn't the right word, but like very colorful and bright and like distinctive. Striking. Yes, yes. there you go. It was <laughs> really cool. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I really like that. And their theme is going to be a cow theme. So they're going to go all out on the farm theme. They have a town, one of their town representatives is going to build, he, or he has built a barn front to go over the road, as well as white picket fences made out of pallets. So he's just been painting like 100 pallets white. And then each town resident is going to decorate theirs differently. So wait, so as we're pedaling into town, we're just going to see all of these like barn barn. Well, the barn is in the entrance to the town, but all along the town will be the picket fences. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. awesome. So I just thought that was really special and yeah. they'll have all sorts of vendors and stuff for you. So that is really, really cool. Yeah. Loved Ackley. Yes. I enjoyed it very much. Okay. From there we popped through Austinville, which is unincorporated. Uh, do, do we have any fun facts on Austinville or are we I just sure gonna, do. Oh, all right. I mean, Always. Uh, <laughs> Austinville is a small unincorporated community along our route that we'll be visiting for the second time. Oh, wow. The last time we were there is in 2015 when I did not have any fun facts about it. <laughs> but since then, I've learned. Uh, they have a post office founded in 1892 oh. and a historic bank. So uh -huh. if you just venture a little further in into town, you can see a little bit of history. Okay. Yep. All right. And of course, uh, during Ragbride, there'll be vendors at some point, whether it's in the town, before or after. So if yeah. you need to take a stop. Yeah. Okay. So then we moved on down the road to Applington. Applington. We had the best. I had the best. I'm sure you guys did too. I had the best smoothie there. Oh, I didn't get a smoothie, but I had a good cookie. I had an oh. incredible smoothie and some more coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so Same. Nick is really jacked up at this point of the day. <laughs> So we, we stopped at the Peppercorn Pantry and Tea Room, which yeah. is like, it, it's like, I think it was like three spaces that they turned into one huge business. There was, if you have room in your bike bag to get any sort of trinket, they had pretty much everything that you would want as far as Iowa memorabilia. Yeah. They also had a large selection of succulents. So if you're a Ooh. plant person, out in the back, they had this beautifully shaded um, terrace. It's like, like a community garden almost. It was a yeah. community garden. It was super beautiful, but tons of succulents and little pots that I'm pretty sure you didn't purchase. Yeah, so. and I'm not gonna confirm for sure, but I kind of think that the woman I'm going to tell you about is responsible for the community garden. Her name is Mary Meyer, mm -hmm. and she's the one that made my smoothie. So I don't know if she owns the peppercorn pantry or not, but she was voted or received the Applington Citizen of the Year Award oh. yesterday. Uh, oh, awesome. Ooh, is that awesome? So when we went to go take a photo of her, she goes like, oh, just a minute. And then she brought this huge plaque that oh, she wanted to cute. have with her. Well, so well deserved, I'm sure. Yeah. So hopefully uh, in July, when you guys are in Applington, that you stop by and ask if Mary's working because she is the citizen of the year. Oh, perfect. I know. 
Well, the only other thing I would like to add about Applington is if you are into beer drinking, there is a bar called Stinkies. Oh, yes. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Bless me forget Stinkies. <laughs> Although they weren't open. It was too early. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. From there, Parkerstown. Parker, Parkersburg. I'm sorry. Parkersburg, yes. which is the meat town. Um, and I'm sure that AP has some stuff about that. Well, Parkersburg, unfortunately, has had a lot going on over the years. Yes. Um, they were hit by a really large tornado several years back and a lot of the town was decimated by the tornado and that's why a lot of these towns along our route today have such beautiful gardens mm-hmm. because the town's really revitalized and put a lot of spirit into it and put decorated the town um, and they also had a tragedy in which their high school football coach was sadly gunned down while coaching women who were lifting weights in the high school mm-hmm. um, and it's just really tragic because he was a really awesome person apparently mm-hmm. um, and we were hearing all about him today, and my favorite, I don't want to downturn the podcast too much, but my favorite thing that the person was telling us about was that he always gave away his playbook. Yeah. So he always helped others and gave them information because then it would make them better, but then it would make you better because you'd have to try harder than the other person, and it was yeah. very inspirational. Yeah, and his name was Ed Thomas, and the football field is named after him, and there, um, it's definitely worth stopping by. Um, whether it's just to you know pay a moment of respect or get your photograph taken, it's a beautiful place, um, in his all in his honor. Yeah, and I mean obviously he had a big impact on the community because they've had several NFL players. And I'm not I'm not into the NFL, so I'm not going to list them off. But you can look <laughs> it up, and I'm sure you would recognize who they are because they've they've had quite a few. Um, so and that's football for people. Football, yeah, okay. yeah. American right. football. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. So Parkersburg, so much to do there, so many things to see, and of course it's the meat town. So. Yeah. I always like Applington Parkersburg because it's my initials AP, and sometimes I can get some really cute gear there. Clever. For personal reasons. Clever. Yeah. 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 Several good photo apps Clever. throughout. Yes. So and they're also located right next to a river, so you can oh, yes. hop down in there and dip your toes and uh, relax. They have a large open nature space down there too, next to their depot. Perfect. I wonder if you could tube the Ragbri route <gasps> today. Oh. I mean, that just occurred to me. It would be, so cool. be pretty neat. <laughs> we have time. We could probably go back. Let, and write that down and we'll Google it later. <laughs> That's a great idea. I'm saying, okay. Okay, after right. Parkersburg, we have New Hartford, which had the most beautiful flower mural on their city hall building. And in fact, they are called the City of Gardens. What? Mm-hmm, they are. Yeah, so, and again, that's because they had, were hit by that tornado, and they had to really, like, bounce oh, back from interesting. it. interesting. Mm-hmm. But actually, their theme for Ragbray is going to be beavers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> beavers in a garden? Yeah, well, I don't know. Any kind of beaver, just because that's what the name of their uh, bar is. Beaver, I forget what the name of it is. It, it's a beaver theme. A cool yeah. beaver mural outside the bar, too. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right, that's right, yeah. yeah. So they, th- they said they wanted to be a little edgy with their theme. Disney edgy is what they kept saying. So <laughs> I think that. you'll be in for a treat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. An uh, incredible air conditioning inside. Oh, that, yes. That which, bar. that's right. Much appreciated. Oh, my gosh. We needed it. Yeah. It's, they're yes. going to have 10 different vendors, and they're raising money for their splash pad. Hmm. So if you get to Parkersburg and the lines are too long, go to New Hartford. They'll have what you need. Right. Right. Yeah. And we, we definitely talked about it yesterday, how important it is you know, when you're spending money at these places that the money stays there. And yeah. whether it's, you know, a new something for the fire station or like you said, the splash pad, um, we're, d- we're all doing good when we eat more than we should. 
<laughs> oh, I like I like that. You need to put that on T-shirt. Yeah. Or when Nick drinks all coffee all day long. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, yep. So they'll have all sorts. Of, they also have a beautiful, like I said, it's City of Gardens, and they have a beautiful garden on the way out of town. Mm-hmm. So once you get just past the vendors, you'll see it on your right side as you get out of town. If you remember from 2015, it's where Maddie Poppy was playing. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. So like, that's where it is, and it's just a cool place to take a break or take a nap if you are need a break. If you crash from your coffee high. <laughs> <laughs> See you there. there. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. So, um, yeah. So New Hartford's great. Uh, So then from there, we moved on to Janesville. Mm -hmm. And it's a little town on the way, just on the way. Beautiful. It's right on, well, we were at a park right on the river, and there was a bike trail there. Of course, we didn't take the bike trail, but we sat there and enjoyed it. And all these young men, I would say pre-teens, on their bikes came down, and they're like, oh, are you guys from Ragbri? Which was Amazing in itself, the fact that they understood what rag rag, you know, they had to have been listening to their parents at some point. But. Can I say something about that? Yeah. That was one of my most favorite moments of the day. Yeah. We were coming down that beautiful rolling road to, um, to town, you know, past this neighborhood street, and this, yeah, group of kids had the biggest smiles come to their faces yeah. as they saw this big group of people biking go past them, and then they, they joined us all the way into town. Right. Um, I love seeing how Radbrek can, you know, excite people along the route to, to ride bikes and so fun to see them uh, come along with us for a little bit. They were adorable. I heard one of them say they were excited to join our gang. <laughs> <laughs> so, wait, they can be in our gang. And I think they all ended up with people for bike stickers on their bikes, right? Mm-hmm. They ended up with ragbri hats and people for bike stickers. Oh yeah. Yep. Pretty much all the swag we could bedeck them in, we, right. we added. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's just fun to see people. One of them said that their grandparents were doing serving food, so I think you know they have family members involved in the community, and they were all on a baseball team. And anyway, so it was just really neat to be a part of their town just for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I think they said it was like the first time it was coming through their town, but I'm not. That is correct. Oh, yes. Wow. Right. Indeed. All right. Yeah. So always fun to have that, bring that to them, and yeah. enjoy it ourselves. Yeah. Okay, so from there, we ended up in Waterloo, which is the host town for tonight. Um, and we had to do a tiny bit of a diversion as far as pedaling into town, and that's only because we don't have the luxury of real rag where we have the state patrol man- monitoring um, different uh, intersections. So we got to experience some of their bike trails, which is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And hopefully if people end up you know, getting into Waterloo a little bit early, they may experience some of the bike trails as well. But Well, I was a little concerned because that bike trail does go all the way to Cedar Rapids, so I was worried oh, that if no. you were sick of us, you'd just head I home. <laughs> I could have gone home tonight. You could have gone home tonight, <laughs> 50 miles later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I do want you to tell the listeners about, you know, it's People for Bikes Day, but it's mm-hmm. also Miles of Smiles Day. Yes, yes. Uh, so as you come into town in Waterloo, there are going to be big smile sculptures that are going to be decorated by kids from the community to just to see the diversity of smiles that are represented here and it's just kind of a cool way to incorporate different kids groups in the community and our sponsor which just happens to be crest and we were talking about how we can educate people as they come into town and we're like should we just be pouring mouthwash as they drive by (laughs) or like you know say brush your teeth <laughs> don't forget to fly. <laughs> I think we're going to can that part of it and just do the beautiful artwork. So, and hand out toothbrushes and the campgrounds. Oh, that yeah. is so awesome. I love it. Yeah. 
And then in addition, of course, there's going to be, you know, uh, Waterloo's going to have all kinds of entertainment. They were like one of the, well, it doesn't matter. They did really well of pre-planning for this event when we were doing the route announcement party. Yes. Yes. So I'm excited for Waterloo because their band is a Prince cover band. Oh, yes. Yes. So it's going to be cool. And when we were in Cherokee, I think I saw someone who has white doves, like that you can rent to release. Oh. So we may have... Look, that's my spoiler for today. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's not for sure. Okay. I just saw the name on a car. Okay, well, so there's going to be a Prince tribute band there is. playing that night. Mm-hmm. That is really, really yep, cool. You'll yeah. find me there. And also, at some point, I believe there is a pie situation <gasps> happening. Dun, dun, dun. There is going to be the rhubarb rumble in Waterloo. And what's the rhubarb run- rumble? For those of you who have never seen the rhubarb run- rumble before, it is the pie eating competition between the Des Moines Register and NPR. There are two bike teams <laughs> will eat pie as quickly as possible and try to compete for the pinesty. And I feel like that it is always the same team that wins. Indeed, it's usually the Register. <laughs> those NPR guys, they get stuck in their beards, you know, it just it goes slow. <laughs> Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's fun to see. Um, they go all out for this. They train, they practice. I mean, they get they get into it. And this year, the pies are going to be baked by an organization called TriPie, mm. which is sort of a way to get kids, uh, underprivileged kids, to learn how to run a business. Nice. And they bake the pies, they take the orders, they, they sell the pies from start to finish. That is and awesome. And they're going to be making them for it. So hopefully they can make them to our regulation size and specs, you know, so that... So it's legit. The right. rhubarb rumble right. is legit. And they make them blind so they don't know which pie goes to who. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This yeah. is awesome. I believe nine inches is the technical size okay. of pie. Do they, can they use their hands? Sure. They can eat it however they like. And, in oh. fact, I believe if you choose the fork, it slows you down. Oh. So oh. you're encouraged to do the shoveling motion. It's <laughs> more appropriate. But now I'm giving away all the secrets. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So rhubarb run, rumble, and I bet you you'll be able to find out more details on the rightbride.com website as far as where it happens and the other teasers that Andrea gave us. Yes, that's ragbride.com. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, I think that's it for today. Um, we will be back tomorrow to talk a little bit about day five and then back again for day six and then day seven. So anything else you wanted to touch on, Andrea? No, just that even though it was hot and kind of windy, I heard one of our fellow bike riders say it was like riding into a hairdryer today on the hot setting. (laughs) But it was still a great day to be on the bike, and I can't wait to ride again tomorrow. I know. Isn't every day that you can, you know, we're choosing to be on a bike. It's just amazing. Oh, it truly is. It truly is. And thank you for having us on your podcast. Yeah, thanks, guys. (laughs) Yeah. Peopleforbikes.org. After you're done listening, go log on and just check out and see what it's all about. That's right. All right. So, well, listeners, that's it for today. Join us again for tom- join us again tomorrow for more tales from the Ragbri Route Inspection Ride. Follow along on all of our social media channels. All of them. Ragbri, Just Go Bike, uh, Morphology Podcast, People for Bikes, Just Ride Spot. Ride Spot. Look for it. You'll find us. And don't forget, if you're a newbie and you have a question, we'll have a Ragbri One on One hotline, and you can call in and leave a message, and we just might answer that message. And that phone number is 515-303-0385. All right. And we'll launch that podcast next week on Just Go Bike. Yes, we will. See you tomorrow. Thanks again for listening. Let us know what you think of the show by leaving a rating and a review. They really help us out a lot, 
and help others find the show. For more information, check out justgobike.net. The show's theme song was written, produced, and performed by Ryan Steer. Brian Powers is the show's producer, and the Just Go Bike podcast is brought to you by the Des Moines Register, a part of the USA Today Network.